I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. There are, of course, those who do not want us to speak. Greed, deception, abuse of power, that's no plan. They, they just gatekeep knowledge, you know? They're, they're to total masters of deception. They manipulate everything. You know, these, these pricks at the helm have lied to us. It's... I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people. They're, they're setting it up for the Great Deception. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it all revolves around the Great Deception. Yeah, right? it, bingo. And L.A. and I talked about that. I said, L.A., is this the Great Deception? And he didn't hesitate. He said, absolutely. I never used to question before, and now I question everything. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. The world needs a wake-up call. Thanks for joining me. Tonight, we have a special, uh, another great conversation with Matthew Smith from Marvelous Old World, with Dave Zed from Generation Zed, and Brandon Thomas from Expanding Reality. This one, guys, again, it's going to be a patron-only episode um, due to the fact that it was on their show, um, but I will give you a preview of uh, my little 10-minute presentation I, I gave them on some ley lines and harp and things like that that we're going to dig into a little bit down the road, too, when I have some more time to look into it. But in the the, the meat of this episode, Matthew S Smith just, oh, man, he just knocks it out of the park with an outstanding presentation on Electric Universe. I mean, it's... And then with with Dave and Brandon's input and questions, this is just one that I really wish I could put it out there because it is a great episode. Um, so if you do want to listen to it or watch it, it will be over on my Patreon, patreon.com slash the Great Deception Podcast. So if you want the episode in its entirety, head over there and pick one of the tiers and hop on in. And actually, we have a patron-only meeting uh, Zoom call on Friday, um, St. Patty's Day. So if anybody wants to hop on, that's March 17th. Feel free. Patreon.com slash The Great Deception Podcast. Before we get to the show, I do want to share a review that we got. <clears throat> Guys, this helps tremendously. Leaving reviews, whether it's on uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, whatever it is, that helps keep me in the algorithm or get me in the algorithm to get the show out there. 
potentially grow. So reviews, it doesn't take much to do. All you have to do is go to the bottom, click the five stars on Apple, leave a two-second review. You can leave a couple emojis if you want. I don't care. Anything helps. So I appreciate those who have put in effort in the past, much appreciated. And for Peace in the USA, 1979, one of our people, the last of a dying breed. So, Peace in the USA 1979 says, you rock my socks, five stars. Sorry it took me a minute to leave a review, but I never miss a new episode. Keep on keeping on. On a side note, I found some really old architect books at my family's estate that you might be interested in. Let me know. I will send you a copy. See ya. Oh, Peace in the USA. Thank you for that review. I really appreciate it. And I'm always interested in uh, old books especially architecture. So if you want to hit me up, you can shoot me an email or hit me up on DMs on Instagram. I would be more than happy to uh, see what you got. I'm, I'm all about the old books. And guys, that's another bonus to being on the Patreon. I share, uh, I'm going to get in the habit of sharing at least one book a week. I've been sharing two to three books a week on the World's Fairs from uh, 18. 53 to 8, uh, 1915 in the USA. So uh, some really cool stuff in those books. And I'm going to start sharing more and more with the patrons. So if you want to be able to see that stuff, you get all the Monday Night Master Debaters, hop on in. So with that said, I don't want to hold up anymore because this is something you're not going to want to miss. Sit back, relax, Enjoy this great wild ride we have with Dave's and and before I leave, go check out their shows. Generation Z is Dave Z's show, and he has a Patreon. I highly recommend it. Brandon Thomas has Expanding Reality, one of my favorite podcasts. It's uh, very uplifting to say the least. So go check out Brandon's work and you can see him on expandingreality.com. And then also Matthew Smith, the marvelous old world, one of our best friends of this show and someone I'm so grateful to have uh, had my past cross with because he's, uh, he's a great guy and has a vast amount of knowledge. And I love the way his mind works. Um, very similar to mine from a, a uh a visual standpoint so and and this guy can throw together a presentation so enjoy the show three two all right good morning good afternoon or good evening everyone i can certainly say that on at least from the perspective of my audience on my end uh particularly the members uh the last episode or the, the first one with all four of us was an absolute hit but without further ado it's my honor pleasure and uh I'm extremely grateful to have with us here today. Of course, we have Brandon uh, and we have Matt, the architect, and then we also have Matt from the Great Deception podcast. Uh, in that order, how's everybody doing? Wonderfully. Amazing. Great. Thanks, Dave. Awesome. So I believe we have Matt from the Great Deception who's starting off first, and then we have very, I didn't even know this, but very graciously and appreciatively, we also have Matt, the, uh, the architect, uh, put together something as well. So the floor is yours, guys. All right. Thanks. Yeah. I just, I, uh, 
in doing this ley line research, I came across this interesting thing that I found with uh, HARP. And when I was looking at it, because this was right around the time with the Turkey earthquakes. So I started looking at, you know, where th there's this thing of these HARP ionos ionospheric heaters that they have that basically are different frequencies they use to bounce off and they can use it for a variety of of ways and and tools some say it's for weather manipulation um there's others that say these things can generate earthquakes um so there's all sorts of interesting stuff now when i was looking at it you look at it again there's no real grid pattern to it but the, there's two glaring things that i noticed one that there is no presence whatsoever in africa that somehow Africa has managed to escape this as well as for the most part, the Middle East. Yet they seem to take a lot of the hits from this. And what I found is on this next slide here, this is very interesting because on the lower right-hand corner, we have a map of the global seismic hazard areas. And you'll notice the areas in red on that map all have a harp uh location within them or you can draw a line between two harp points and it will go directly through that red area almost as if there's a correlation between harp and the seismic activity that happens i mean we look at the uh west coast of uh north america and you look at alaska which is a hot spot. There's a harp right there. You look at California, <laughs> there's a, a location there. And then you go down the South American coast and there's a location there. Um, and Can then I just say very quickly, this, holy crap, there's certain things, unfortunately, I can't say at the moment, but this is sparking whole, notice that if you were to, no matter how you connect the dots, they're all in vectors, first and foremost. Secondly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's back here, yeah on the lower right, they all go into these. It's just, yeah. Go ahead, Dave. And I just wanted to say as well, notice that uh, particularly the bottom right image here where we see the starting point before the vector splits essentially or branches off into two different, uh, uh, we could say, gauges. We find that it seems to come from the, I, I say this carefully, but the southern part of the United States, it seems like. Yes. Looking like Atlanta yeah. area. Tennessee, perhaps. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it looks like Ar Arkansas, north. Midwest. Uh, it's just west of the Mississippi. Mm. Mm. It oh, is that, so Kansas, maybe. Yeah, somewhere like where in a lot the of Midwest. Nuclear installations, or yeah. And, and and the other place, look at where India is. You know, you look at India, and then there's the random harp, which would be probably, I think that's like Western Mongolia, that dot here in the middle of um, almost Russia. But that between that dot and you go down to India, that's a red zone. And then you go from the lower India dot up to what would be uh, the around, um, where is that? Just to east of Spain. And you have, that goes right through that alley in Turkey which is, you know, we know that's a major area for seismic activity and it has been recently. So I don't, you know, I'm not saying that this is, you know, set in stone, but it's I'm, 
I'm sorry. I, what I what I personally am saying is that it seems like the starting points come from countries that seem to be NATO affiliated. But I'm just going to leave it there. Mm, coincidentally, yeah, that's yeah. You saw the, uh, also Antarctica wasn't on that list that uh, on that map either. Nope, neither of them. Nope. Yeah. So that's that's just what I found. I wanted to share that with you all because I know how. Uh, we talk about harp and things like that and, and manipulation and, and a lot of these tools we see are not beneficial to humanity, unfortunately. Matt, can I ask you what what's the like the official line on <clears throat> what harp is intended for? Uh let's see here. I will I will let me just share what I, I actually had it up here. Um while Matt's pulling it up, I can say that they Essentially, what it does is it manipulates the ions. And yeah. I know people say, okay, it has to do with the ionosphere. Well, it's interesting because the ion, essentially anything that one does when playing with ions, you can produce what you'd call anti-gravity. You can produce psychokinesis. You can produce weather manipulation. You can produce, uh, you can even actually manipulate what you'd call reality. It's called space-time metric engineering. So, um you basically anything playing with the ions, whether it's magneto hydrodynamics or anything like this, you're it has to do basically with light, sound, and uh, different types of radio frequencies. Do you think like a lot of things like a uh, harp and perhaps CERN? I mean, not to bring it in, but another thing to where there's sort of a mask, like what the public knows, of course, like NASA and anything else, right? Like harp allegedly heats up the ionosphere and then they can move, uh storm uh, systems yes. around and things like that but I, mean, I now you're it, talking about like warping reality and perhaps portals and shit like that that's cool as fuck it's of my opinion that what harp is doing with the ionosphere is a much much larger but also more spread out version of what the magneto hydrodynamic uh, propulsion chambers from anti-gravitic craft use yeah and that's what it sounds like dave it's you get into it and it says it's it, here even it, it, it alludes to it gets in the plasma waves a, arena. You know, it says here that it's yep. powerful radio waves, drive ionospheric electrons back and forth in what's called uh, plasma waves. And, if I can and, just mention as well, when you it's also been proven in out what's called alphan waves. Um, that you can freeze magnetic flux lines, which are all around us, magnetic fluctuations. Uh, you can freeze them once they're in a plasma. And what you can then do from there is create what's called a slingshot effect. This slingshot effect for a craft creates what's called instant inertia. Uh, in the weather on a broadened level, potentially could induce what we call earthquakes or other things. Wow. Damn. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> By the, this is oh, called Alphan. So, uh, so Mind-blowing, Dave. <laughs> A L F V E N Alphan waves for anyone looking into it. Uh, it's called the Sweet Parker connection that creates the slingshot effect. That's fascinating. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I just had to jump in and. No, no, no. That's it, and 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 that's basically what I wanted to to show you guys. So uh, I just found it very interesting. And Dave, I know you have a a, a lot of knowledge on you know, the, the ionospheric side, the electrons and everything like that. So I'm like, yeah, Dave, Dave will be the one to ask on this because oh, yeah. it's one of those that doesn't, it just one plus one does not equal two here. I appreciate that. Also, if we see here, the harp beam, as you've highlighted so beautifully, Matt, it, we see here is broad, like a flashlight, not narrow, like a lasers. And what's interesting about that is because a flashlight is also like a vector. It begins to expand and propagate 
from the it's exactly so it creates sort of like a centrifugal kind of force if we want to call it that and it's interesting because when we think of it like that we then have to ask ourselves does light have anything to do with it as well and so that's when you start to things start to get interesting lightning yeah. you know all that kind of stuff yeah like we have to ask ourselves why we in a in a right. light, you know and it's we like have to ask ourselves why we've seen craft also going towards thunderstorms and lightning storms because they they we've seen some alleged images of where they're looking to charge the craft from a lightning strike um yeah th those our, are interesting. yeah our, our mutual friend darcy weir has made a, a documentary about ufos and volcanoes too and it's something about the electrical discharge going off there this crazy ionospheric uh happenings it's fascinating man uh, mm. I wanted to ask Matt: uh, Is there an overlay, or has have you looked at any correlation between um, ley lines and the harp installations? Not yet. I just I just pulled this harp stuff out probably like a week or two ago, and I, that's one of the things I want to look at is the different ley. And again, it it depends on which ley line map you're going with, right? But that's one thing I want to do. I want to overlay the different ley line maps with this uh these harp installations yeah and then you i'm just curious if there's anything underground i'm thinking back to like my grandmother's property and like there was somebody that had gotten the mineral rights but they lived next door so they had access to what was underground from next door so i'm thinking some you know silly loophole thing with these dumbs with these deep underground military bases to where they're like yeah we can't do it on african soil but we perhaps can tunnel underneath and maybe there's something going on underneath that you, would also correlate with the because you would have to because it's like the casimir effect you'd have to take two plates and you have have you can you can find the area you want to affect yeah so they could and just bore you, in without asking yeah and if you look at that bot it was basically boxing in africa yeah. is, is what they were doing there and, it, and and that's what this uh actually i'll share that last map again because um it kind of showed it here and this down in this lower quadrant here you'll see how, you know, it's dead center on Africa. Yeah, and it kind of makes a mini pyramid too, which is interesting, around it. From like oh, yeah. Brazil, um, up there, I guess, to the UK, and then what are we looking at over there? Yep. India, and then, you know what I mean? Yep, right in China. There. Oh, yeah. Kind of make a mini 3D pyramid over it. It's silly, but there you go. It, well, but, it looks it, like that pyramid that we saw, the, the ley line that we saw before with the St. Michael's. Yeah. Right, yeah, where yeah, yeah. It, it laid those in with the obelisk in the middle. Yep. And, you know, there's something to that. We we talked about that before with the with the sacred geometrical patterns and things like that, that there's, there's a flow between those. That's beautiful. I love how you found you you chose to separate the wheat from the chaff in that sense, man. I, whatever you got going on in terms of how you discern certain things, incredible. Yeah. I, in my opinion, at least, that's incredible. Uh E.C. Wars of the late 1800s with his arch nemesis Thomas Edison over which current to run through wires newly powering cities and world fairs alike. Nikola Tesla was determined to demonstrate the capacity to transmit wireless electricity freely by way of his copper coiled towers, connecting a circuit between heaven and earth, between sky and ground, drawing energy from the extant and omnipresent ether. The question I am raising is, 
Did the ancients and ancestors know the secrets of the electric universe and weave into the fabric of their architecture, sacred and otherwise, this gnosis, rooted as it is in the teachings of the esoteric and alchemical, the principles of principles and sages? Did advanced old world buildings made of charge producing piezoelectric stone shaped into sacred geometric self-similar fractal forms and gilded with charge conducting precious metals on rooftops, domes and spires with their towers, peaks, bells and organs still intact vibrate with life, lifting the spirit and consciousness within its occupants while projecting outwardly through cymatic portals of stone and prismatic leaded glass, itself a silica cousin of quartz, as sound waves rippling ever outward into the air, like light stirring up the ether, illuminating a path homeward to the divine. And if so, then we as spiritual beings having a physical experience belong to this architecture, imbued as it is within the boundless limits of natural law, perhaps even more than it belongs to us.